What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more. Global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Catherine Cowdery. We check the markets every 50 minutes throughout the trading day. Let's go over to the first word breaking news desk for today's afternoon call with Bill Maloney. Bill? Good afternoon, Catherine. Stocks have been under pressure today since the open. Dow is currently down 131 points, SB's dropped 19, and NASDAQ falls 54. Over in Europe, Spain fell 2.3%, and Germany declined 1.8%. Back in the U.S., the small cap 600 falls 11 points, and the U.S. 10 yield dropped to a record low, 1.354%. Seven out of 10 SB sectors are lower, led by declines in energy, materials, and the financials. Consumer staples, telecom, and utilities gained. Dow Transports sink 126. Nasdaq Biotech's fall 31. And the VIX is higher by 10%. Dow leaders to the downside included J.P. Morgan, Caterpillar, and American Express. Verizon, Procter & Gable, and J&J led to the upside. Harley-Davidson dropped as much as 12.5% after Friday's 20% gain, while Dr. Pepper Snapple gained as much as 2.5% to a record high. Live from the first of breaking news desk, I'm Bill Maloney. Catherine? Thank you, Bill. And to hear live breaking news over your Bloomberg, type SQUAK on your terminal. West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil is down $2.26 a barrel, 4.6% at 46.72. Spot gold up $18.50 a ounce at 13.57.50. And the 10-year Treasury is up 23.30 seconds with a yield of 1.36%. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. You're listening to Taking Stock with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Do you remember, was it about three years ago, when the shocking news crossed the Bloomberg that the hostess Twinkie might be on its way out of existence? Well, maybe not out of a way of existence, but it was facing uh, bankruptcy. It was facing restructuring. And this iconic brand, in fact, uh, was uh, very close to extinction before it was purchased by Apollo Global Management and investor Dean Metropolis. And now we're seeing Twinkie's Baker Hostess to go public in a deal with a very important investor. We're very happy to welcome to the show Craig Jamona. He is a Bloomberg Consumer Reporter, and he wrote a, a terrific story about Twinkies today. So remind us, what happened to Twinkies? It looked like it was on the verge of extinction, but yep. it just didn't seem possible. Even if they're filled with sugar and not good with you, so many people grew up with them. What happened? That's right. Well, they felt they've gotten into trouble twice in the last uh, 10 years. I think once in 2009, they emerged from bankruptcy only to file again, you know, about three years later. They were actually, Twinkies were off the shelves for about seven months. You know, there was sort of the Facebook pages happened where Twinkies purchased, like you said, and brought back to the market. And now they're here and saying, basically, we've done pretty well with it. They did what a private equity guys do. They trimmed up the company. The workforce is way down. They consolidated the factories and they're saying basically that they're back, new and improved, and they're ready to go public. Well, you just mentioned something about 
the cuts that were implemented as a result of the acquisition. Uh, this was also a union issue, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. So I think it's something I was looking at the presentation. They discussed it this afternoon. Something like 8,000 workers down to 1,200, most of those union jobs. So they cut out the costs. Again, that's what the private equity guys do. They said, you know, very fascinating point. They increased the shelf life of their products from 25 to 65 days. So Twinkies now can apparently last longer than they could prior. It's actually a myth that uh, Twinkies can, you know, sustain nuclear attacks or whatever the stories have been. But basically these guys are saying, you know, we're doubling down on indulgence. We're not worried about the headwinds. Millennials don't want sugar or processed sugar. We think that Twinkies are an iconic brand, and we're going to put it at the forefront of this new public company. So the snowballs survive, too, and the cupcakes? That's right. And, you know, that's the funny thing. They're, they're not talking about gluten-free or organic. They're basically saying that, uh, like you, you remember it from childhood. There's nostalgia around this brand, and maybe younger consumers like a good, authentic American story. It's an iconic brand with a lot of brand equity, and, you know, we think we can sell more of this stuff. Uh, Craig, Looking at a little bit of the details of the acquisition and uh, Mr. Metropolis, he's got a hand in a variety of different businesses. For example, I believe he owns the Pabst uh, Brewing. Uh, he did. He, he sold, sold it. That. So it's interesting. Pabst is a great example. You know, he did with Pabst what I think they want to do with Twinkies, right? With Pabst, uh, he took it. He sort of gave it. They gave it some hipster credentials. They ran with that, and you know, Pabst more than doubled over the last decade. The sales. It's it's well really well known. So maybe there's a chance to do that with Twinkies. The sugar question, though, remains. It does. And it is a, a time when people are realizing that uh, excess sugar consumption can God, make you turn to a diabetic, make you gain weight, all kinds of things. Uh, so what are the odds of overcoming that? I mean, I, I don't eat a lot of sugar. I figure, but eat a little bit of sugar, you're not, it's not so bad. It's just when people constantly consume. Is there, a, is there a, a niche or for them, do you think? I'm not sure. I mean, people eat differently now than they did in the 50s, 60s, 70s. And, you know, there's no question that right now, sugar is the health boogeyman, probably number one. People know. Added With good reason, by the way. That's right. And the FDA is going to, is trying to make the companies call out added sugar on the label. So everything sort of that we know about health trends and eating trends would point against headwinds for a company that, is, like I said, doubling down on sweet indulgence. They want to sell baked sugar, processed sugar, these kind of products. You know, there's brand strength there, but no question that uh, consumers have moved away from this type of thing. Any talk about valuation for Hostess? You know, they were taught it's reasonable is what I heard so far. I mean, we haven't really gotten the number out there. A lot of people obviously trying to figure that out. I think it will be on the smaller side. It's not going to be a blockbuster IPO, but because of the names involved, I think a lot of attention to it. Again, you know, Metropolis has had some success, turned around Paps, and now here they are. Uh, it was involved with Pinnacle Foods, and I believe that uh, Bill Toller, who is the chief executive of Hostess, is originally from uh, Pinnacle Foods. That's right. So a lot of things I heard today was about these guys know how to execute. There's good gross margins in, in bread and baked goods like that if they can execute. So, and like I said, when you're looking at the financials that they put out there today, sort of a bare bones, but they have really cut the fat out of what Hostess used to be. Hmm, but not the sugar. Just That's right. That. So, Craig, go real quickly here. Uh, your food reporter, what's on your horizon? What's one of the next big stories you're following? Obviously, the Hershey Mondelez thing was uh, got a lot of people talking last week. Hershey quickly came out and said that um, you know they rejected the deal, but everyone had kind of been waiting for food deals to perk back up again. 2015 was a huge year with Kraft Heinz and you know Buffett getting together with those guys to do that deal. There's a lot of consolidation because of what you're talking about. These uh, CPG companies have had a hard time with changing consumer taste. So 2016 was off to a slow start. We got the Mondelez Hershey news, now this. So there's a sign maybe that food deal-making is going to pick up here. 
Thanks for spending time with us. Craig Giamone is food and restaurant reporter for Bloomberg News, talking about Hostess and its impending initial public offering. Talking about Hershey, the shares are down about eight-tenths of a percent today. You're listening to Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox, my co-host Kathleen Hayes, and this is Bloomberg. Cybersecurity, how about tracking the emotions, the emails of people that work for you to head off cyber attacks in the making? That's coming up right now on Bloomberg Radio. This is Bloomberg. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.